Most glorious God, in Jesus you show us that your will is to save. Grant to us, your people, that boldness to desire a place in your kingdom, the courage to drink the cup of suffering, and the grace to find in service the glory you promise. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. The suffering servant of God, whom we meet in the book of the prophet Isaiah, suffers to bear the guilt of others away. Whom do you love enough to suffer for them? A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. It was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jesus, our high priest, shares all our weaknesses but sin. His mercy comes to all who seek it. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet is without sin. Let us, therefore, approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And Jesus said to them, what is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant. But it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, 
they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I noticed that uh, I see a lot more kids here today than we've had in, in the past. These, I'm assuming, are students in our religious, our, our faith formation program, and I am so happy you're here. It's a blessing that you're here with us, and I pray that this will be a blessing for you and your family, so it's good to see you. I'm glad you're here today. There's a story told about a guy who was a singer, and he was famous in his own area, but he never really made the big time. It was just, there were too many doors blocked, and, and, but he enjoyed his status in his local area as a singer, and well, that was his life. At one point, he and his wife decided that they would take their four kids on vacation. They would go to the shore. And that's what they did. The singer, his wife, the four kids, they all packed up and went to the shore. And they were having a good time except one day it rained. And it rained all day. It was dismal. So at that point, in the middle of that dismal, rainy day, because who likes a day at the beach in the rain? Ugh. They decided they would go to see a movie that evening. And they did. And when they got into the theater, all the lights were on. And there were ten people seated throughout this, this room, this movie room. But when the singer and his wife and their four kids walked in, everyone who was seated stood up and applauded. Oh, how nice. What except that's just wonderful. And one of the people who was seated walked up to the guy, the singer, and shook his hand. And the singer said to him, you know, I am just so surprised and delighted that all of you recognized me when I came in. And the guy who went to greet him said, I have no idea who you are. The owner of the theater told us that unless we got six more people in, he wasn't showing the movie. <laughs> the message is about service, what we can do for others, rather than status and fame. It always strikes me that James and John, they had a lot of nerve, didn't they? I mean, two of the guys. And they go to Jesus and they give us what we ask of you. We want to sit in the place, 
we want to sit in the places of honor and we want to be recognized and held in esteem for where we are. You know, the other 10 guys were really upset about this. That's what happens. When some people are honored, when some people are recognized as special, the rest of us feel resentment, don't we? Why aren't we recognized? What's so special about them? And that's what happened with the other 10. And could that be the reason that Jesus backs away from honors and and places of prestige? It's divisive to the community. Could be. Could be that's why Jesus makes the demand of us. His command to us is what's important in the kingdom of God is service, not status. What's important in the kingdom of God is service, not status. What's important in the kingdom of God is service, not status. We look at the church and we know from our experience that sometimes we forget that. Sometimes the, the leaders in the church are, are, are so puffed up about themselves and, and they have power and they use the power for their own good. In the history of the church, we are almost embarrassed that very often our leaders miss the message. What's important in the kingdom of God is service and not status. We miss it. We mess it up. But not always. Not always. On Thursday afternoon, I received a call that there was a woman a parishioner of ours at Mount Nittany, and she was dying. She was passing from this life. And her family called and asked that a priest would come and, and, and be with her and pray with her. And so I, I went. Uh, I pitied the guy at the desk at Mount Nittany. He, he made the mistake of saying, oh, Father, we can't allow you to be in here. I said, the family called me to be here. Father, I'm sorry, but we're not allowing visitors. The family asked me to be here. I was nasty. I got really snarky with this guy. Eventually, he did let me in, and I went up to Barbara's room. And I was able to sit and talk with her son, Doug, and we had a wonderful conversation about his mom, their mom. Um, She's only been in the parish for about a year. She moved in to live with her daughter. And in her year as a member of Good Shepherd Parish, she got involved in the service ministry. She was a member, a very active participant in our Matthew 25 group. People who needed help were able to call 
and she would do what she could, what we could do to help whoever called. Her son, as we talked, told me stories, regaled me with stories about his mom, about Barbara. All her life, Barbara, who was educated as a nurse, was also a church musician. And she was very much into the faith and worship life of the church. She was involved in so many different ways of serving the community. For Barbara, it wasn't a matter of status. It was service. In one of the neatest part of that discussion, that conversation I, I had with Barbara's son, Doug, he said that in his mother's life, membership in the church community was her North Star. It guided her life. It set the direction for the way she lived. Isn't that a beautiful image? The church, the community, was her North Star. It set the direction for her life. As I was getting ready to leave, I, I stood up from where I was seated next to Doug and walked over to the other side of the bed. And then I realized who Barbara is. Barbara sat here every Sunday with her son Jim. Every Sunday she came and shared worship with us. Every Sunday she was part of this community and being part of the community strengthened her commitment to live as Jesus taught, to seek to serve, not to seek status. The more I know about your mom, guys, the, the less I want to let her go. I wish we could keep her here forever, for a long time. I'm going to encourage you, since these folks are kind of new in, in State College, Barbara's funeral will be on Wednesday evening at 6.30. We're, we're going to pray in the chapel that night. We're going to have that funeral mass in the chapel. Why don't you come? Why don't you come and share with us the memory of this woman who gave her life in service to others? Her son tells me, I've got to tell this story, Doug. Her son tells me that Thanksgiving was always an event. Uh, Barbara always invited people to Thanksgiving dinner, even though she really didn't know them. She invited strangers who she knew didn't have anybody else, didn't have family, didn't have friends, needed that fellowship to share the Thanksgiving meal. I think that image of Thanksgiving at Barbara's house is a powerful image of who we are as the church. Come and celebrate with us Wednesday if, if you can. Maybe Barbara's example will challenge us and encourage us to seek to serve and not to have status. Thanks for listening to this week's service. 
To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.